You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Radio.com Sports presents Bet Sweats with Joe Ostrowski, breaking down the latest in sports betting. Been getting tweets all week. When are you guys getting Simon Hunter on? It's Championship Sunday. Got to figure out all of my bets. Guys, relax. It's every Friday. Every Friday. You don't disappoint. Simon doesn't disappoint. Simon Hunter at Simon Hunter Tan on Twitter. He's an NFL pro better, and he's on the Favorites podcast with Chad Millman over at the Action Network. So, Simon, are uh, you relieved that the end is in sight? The countdown is on to Hawaii. Or are are you going to miss the, doing the media tour every week? <laughs> no, nah, I'm I'm definitely ready. It's uh, I would say my favorite part of this season is the first like four weeks. I just love just the enthusiasm, uh, especially when now that I'm up now like public betters, people are still excited because they still have money, and uh, <laughs> it's tough here at the end of the year, man. Where it's like it just feels like everything's under a microscope. Where in my normal profession this pretty much is just the you know the dog days of uh, the football season it's just like people have already made their money for this season people aren't going crazy about the playoffs people really just bet heavy on the super bowl so for me yeah. it's been different trying to adjust to that because uh it seems like people are more into the playoffs than they are the regular season um but no for me still still enjoying the stuff like these these final games are just the best where it's the highest level of competition with the best quarterbacks and it's uh, it's definitely been a long season with COVID, so it's it's definitely fun that we're ending the season on the right note. No games missed. All the playoff games have gone on, so it's been a good end of the year, man. Simon, that's a fantastic uh, poster you got in the back. Is that Shane Battier and and William Avery that that are in there? It is, man. This is a uh, 2000-2001 Duke. So man, uh, I love that. I, yeah, my aunt she lives down there, so I'm obviously I'm from England, but I lived in New Jersey most of my life. But she lives down in Raleigh, so when we were kids, she used to spoil us, take us to a bunch of Duke games. So I've been to, like, Duke-UNC games, been to Duke-Wake wow. Forest games. So I definitely lived a life as a kid. I've probably been to Duke game now in about 15 years since she makes me pay for myself. So it's a little different when you get older. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm a Duke fan. I don't tell anybody that because I'm here in Wisconsin, and because of that national title game, they will disown me really quickly. Uh, speaking of Wisconsin, though, obviously, I'm looking forward to the NFC championship game. Green Bay, Tampa Bay. Where do you see value in this game? It, it's been a been an interesting line this week where the, the public is coming heavy on Green Bay and the bookmakers, they've been a little staunch. Some guys are still hanging the minus three. It's minus 130 at certain books. Or they just bumped at the minus three and a half. And, and it, it's making me a little nervous. We're coming. I felt really comfortable taking Green Bay minus three. I just think – whether or not this game works out that way, if you're getting Aaron Rodgers at home minus three in a winner-take-all game, I just can't see him having a letdown game. 
And what we've seen for the Buccaneers in back-to-back weeks is it just seems like they got got away without playing that great. The the Washington football team, no one really expected them to beat beat Tom Brady with a backup quarterback. And they were in that game. It was a one-score game in the fourth quarter. And we looked last week with the Saints. What would that score have been if Drew Brees didn't turn over three times? Uh, Tom Brady just looked a little out of sorts. He was overthrowing guys. And what do we know here? We know he's an old quarterback. So I get why people are on the Buccaneers. Tom Brady, the man, all he does is win. If he wins this, he'll be going to another Super Bowl. But I just think this is Rodgers' year. And everything I've seen from Matt LaFleur is he's kind of let Rodgers dictate some of these games. You can see where they're in obvious running down situations. And he'll check out of it. And he'll hit a quick pass to Adams or Lazard and He's just really been clicking here in Green Bay. So for this game, my favorite two bets right now are Green Bay minus three. And I like the under as well because they're calling for a little bit of snow. It's supposed to be in the mid-20s for this game. So I just think it'll be a ball control kind of game. And it's that's a lot of points, 51 and a half in an NFC championship game. So I'll be on the under, even though I know the public's heavy on the over right now. All right. We, we agree on uh, both there, uh, all three of us here, which scares me a little bit. Yeah. So one bit. One betting angle that we were, were talking about a little bit earlier is it, it's fascinating because you have Green Bay. They get out to these big leads. They're the number one in scoring in the first half throughout the year, 18.7 points per game. And then you talk to any Bucks fan, any observer, when you watch this Bucks team, what happens? They do go down early. So maybe a bet early on Green Bay is good, but you might have a lot of value when we're sitting at halftime for the second half and Tampa Bay is the second-best scoring team in the second half. Is, is it fair to say maybe you take Green Bay early first quarter and or first half and Tampa Bay late? Yeah, the Green Bay and the Bills have been these teams where I, I think since week three or four, I've just played them first half every week. It just seems like every week they come out with a great game plan. And it's different with Green Bay compared to the Bills where I don't trust Allen as much after the first 35 plays ran. But with Rodgers, the offense, he just gets smarter as the game goes along and he sees what the defense is giving. Now, I'm with you on that part. The Green Bay definitely takes the foot off the gas. You'll, you'll see in the second half, they run it on first. They'll run it on second, where most offenses, they might run on first or second, but they're not going to run on both. And that's just the way LaFleur does it. He likes to just put his team in the best position on short down. So third and four, third and five, that's where they make their money, Green Bay. So... I like your idea there. The two and a half is really enticing first half play on uh, mm-hmm. Green Bay. I, I don't love the Bucks second half. It it just it makes me a little worried. Where I know Brady, if he's down, that's going to be a great play because we saw with every time I think back to that Atlanta game, I I never remember in that Super Bowl it was minus seven second half the Patriots and I think they 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 outscored them twenty eight to five or twenty eight to three. I forget the number, but it it's one of those where if yeah if they're down big the Bucks definitely. I'll be on. I'll be on Tampa. But if it's a close game, I'll just stay away from it because I just see this being a close game. So, if if you're down three and the lines plus three for the Tampa, I, I wouldn't do it. I, I might as well do the money line there because it's not obviously going to end on a push. But for me, I, I I like that play. What you're saying there, I like Green Bay first half as well. Yeah, I'm glad that you brought up, you know, this is going to be a close game. And I can honestly see this coming down to like a Mason Crosby field goal. So I love Green Bay in this game. But what scares me is what you brought up, you know, to start the segment is just the public also loves Green Bay, loves Aaron Rodgers at home in the cold weather at Lambeau Field. 
it's it's the hook that I mean, if you could get a three, I love that. What are your thoughts? Do you think you know the money line? If it's minus one eighty, minus one seventy five, would you do it, or, or is just the three and a half the way to go here, man? Yeah, if you're if you're that scared, you you might as well. I don't buy. I usually don't buy points, and I don't tell people to buy points. But if you're that right. scared, just buy the three because the worst case, it's gonna be a push. But what we've seen in these NFC Championships game is I think two years ago we had both went to overtime, the Saints and the Rams, and then the Patriots and the Chiefs both went to overtime. And then last year, it was just complete blowouts where the 49ers might have beat Green Bay by 30, and the Chiefs, I think they beat um, the Titans by 12 or 11. So it's what is I wouldn't be too scared. I just play the number. Um, it, it's, it's a little wonky here in these games just because, like we talked last week, uh, it's kind of these kind of things just snowball where a team will make a little mistake and the other team will capitalize on like last week we saw with the saints, it was 20 to 13 breeze through that interception. It was, the game was over. Uh, the New Orleans didn't score another point. The saints, I mean, uh, the Buccaneers went on to score 17. So it's one of those where if you're alive better, you want to wait for these kind of moments where you think the momentum in a game is completely shifted. Even if you don't think you're getting a great number, it's worked out for the most part where, Last week, I think I was getting a great number when I took the Bills at uh, minus seven and a half as soon as they threw that pick six, but it worked out. The Baltimore couldn't score again. They couldn't get back from that momentum. So that's one of those, if you're a lot better, I'd wait on momentum shifting plays late in the game because it just seems like this year when a team has that momentum shift against them, they don't rebound. They don't have the fans to back them up, and they kind of just seem like they let down from that point. So I'm definitely going to be on top of the lot betting this weekend. All right, good. And, you know, a perfect example of what you're talking about, uh, game snowballing, was Tampa Bay and Green Bay earlier in the year. Don't uh, And we don't see that happening again. What about the Bills-Chiefs game? Uh, of course, uh, all the conversation about Pat Mahomes. Not only is he going to play, how healthy is he going to be? And uh, interested in your thoughts on the debate of what Mahomes' value is to the line. Because we saw Chad Henney in there. He was able to close out the game last week. And uh, it is about the drop off from QB one down to QB two. I've heard bookmakers this week, Simon, say he's worth five points, and I've heard others at the Westgate say he's worth ten points. What do you think Mahomes is worth? Yeah, I'm right. In, I'm I'm at nine. I just think that he he's by far the best quarterback in the league, and he's just what that makes. Yeah, no doubt, Kelsey and Hill, they're once in generation talents with him, but. The thing that makes him so unique is just the way he is in the pocket where he'll have guys all around him and somehow he'll still be able to see Tyreek Hill downfield, even with all the commotion in front of him. And Chad Henney is <laughs> he is not a starting quarterback. That interception he <laughs> threw, the safety literally just stood there. Like he didn't even know what was happening. He was so shocked that he just stayed in the end zone. The ball just came right to him. That the, the thing I really take away from Chad Henney is I watched the Chargers game with him to end the year and I, I bet heavy on that Chargers then the season against the Chiefs just because they weren't playing starters and he actually didn't look that terrible but you just watch him play and you just know he's he's not a top 30 quarterback in this league this, this guy is not a viable starter and I got word Sunday night with different guys they talked to obviously people in the Chiefs organization and they just said he doesn't have a concussion he just got pretty much the wind knocked out of him and kind of uh it's kind of one of those where if you've ever been choked out, you're just out of for three or four seconds. You don't really know where you are and you're woozy. And that's exactly what we saw happen. He he, he, he crumbled. And then when he got up, got off the field, we saw him run into the locker room. He looked completely fine. So for me, the big worry with him is the weapon I'm hearing about his foot. 
I'm I'm hearing it's pretty actually pretty serious. And mm. if this is true, that's a huge huge play against him because we saw last week the play he got hurt. Andy likes to get him out and moving to get the defense off tilt. And if he's not able to move like we know he can, and we'll see what the weather's going to be. I'm looking at it right now. It's supposed to be rain and a little bit of snow. So I think these things definitely do favor the Chiefs a little bit where we saw Josh Allen become very – they're just a one-sided team where all they really want to do is pass. But the fact that Mahomes is coming in and the information I really do trust about Mahomes, it just feels like things are skewing towards the Bills. And the fact that the public has come in heavier on the Chiefs as of late because I heard that Mahomes is practicing, and they've just left it at three. It, it's really telling to me that – I don't think the books trust him either. Because if he was healthy, I'd see this line being four, four and a half. I, I don't think it's a three point line because you would bump it up just because of Mahomes. So for me, it's a little bit of a Italian line where I think the Bills are the smart side here, especially at plus three. What are your thoughts on the total? You brought up the weather. Obviously, you know, you bring up Mahomes might not be able to to move around a whole lot. I love his under on the on the rushing yards, which usually I hammer the over, but I mean if he's not gonna be able to move around and he is just coming off a near concussion in the concussion protocol. I don't think he's going to run with the football a whole lot. What are your thoughts on the total right now at 54? I like the over. I'm sure the public's going to love the over in this game too. But with the weather, that kind of concerns me a little bit. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Yeah, exactly. That's, I, I took the under early. Um, it moved down a little bit. Now it's pumped up a little again. Uh, tough to say because it's going to be one of those I'm going to tell you take the under and it'll be 25 to 20 at halftime. It's just like, well, burn that money. Uh, I, I just think exactly what we talked about with the weather. These are two very high, powerful offenses that like to get the ball downfield. If it's raining and if it's snowing and it's 30 degrees in this game, they're going to change their offensive style. They're going to change it to what the weather is. So for me, I had this at 52. If I'm still getting two points of value, yeah, I like the under, but either way, I, it's one of those, like you just said, you like the over. I really don't think you can go wrong with that play, but I'll, I'll just take both game unders just because last week the unders went three and one. We've just seen the numbers have been bumped up this season just because of the offensive outpouring we've had this year. So looking at it right now, yeah, it's still 55, 60% chance of rain. So if you're going to bet it right now, I feel I feel comfortable taking the under rather than taking the over. Uh, do you? It, it's interesting because in the AFC game, both teams, very public squads all year long, public all over Buffalo. And, of course, they're going to keep backing Mahomes even though they haven't covered a point spread in 80-some days now. <laughs> it's wild. Uh, once Mahomes is announced in officially – is this going to go to three and a half or four? And then 
and then it's time. So should we say if you're backing the Bills, wait right now? I've been telling people to do that, um, but I'd say do what you think is right because I honestly think it's going to go three and a half before kickoff because I I could just see – so many people having Green Bay and the Chiefs money line and tease together that by the time the game does kick off, especially if Green Bay covers, this line will bump up. But I know the Chiefs haven't covered in forever, but they've been honestly one of the best I can remember ever in teasers. I, I, I'd i have to check my numbers, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure they're uh, 15 and 2 on teasers this year. So they've definitely been burning people on uh, playing them straight up. But man, they just win. Just a great, great team, this Chiefs team. So. It's one of those where I'm with you. I would tell people just to wait on – like I told people earlier in the week, wait on the totals because of this. Both these teams, we don't really know with the weather. At any moment, these guys could be hit by blizzards. Like the, the weather in the middies can shift out of nowhere. So I would tell people to be on top of that stuff because like he just said with the running props, you might be able to get a really good number right now if you're taking over on these certain games running props, um, especially if the weather turns. But with the Buccaneers one, I would stay away with it because they're supposed to get Vitae back. And if he's going to be plugging up that middle with Sue, I don't know. It could be a long day for the running backs of Green Bay. So those are one of those props I'd probably stay away from the running backs for the Green Bay. Oh, uh, do you got any uh, futures still alive? And I want to get your advice. I was talking with this to, you know, with Joe. I have a, uh, a future, a Bills future, just the show for the AFC and the Super Bowl. But I'm leaning towards hedging right now with the Chiefs money line. Is that a dumb decision? Like, do you like the like? Can the Bills? I, I know we all kind of like the Bills in this game, but I just I hate going against Mahomes, man. I I really do. I think we all do. But, but what are you, what are your thoughts on that decision? If I were to hedge, go Chiefs money line with my eight to one Bills future. Oh, it's the worst going against Mahomes. I remember I had uh, I think it was ninety to one last year with the Titans to win the AFC, yeah. and I immediately hedged because I was like, "There's no chance." Like, I don't right. go against Mahomes, but. Yeah, I, I said it on Twitter and people get upset about it. I think the old saying only cowards hedge is made by people that never win money because it's yeah. just – it's the worst advice. If you're, if you're trying to build a bankroll, uh, I always hedge. I mean, it's different too where, yeah, if you have a $100 bet and the payout's going to be $50,000, yeah, man, that's going to be pretty hard to hedge out on that one. You probably can let that ride because the odds are so insane. Mm-hmm. But if you're like me where you have – I don't know – eight to nine thousand dollars invested on the bills and the payouts over a hundred thousand you got a hedge where if, if i believe in the bills i'll probably just do a one-third head which means i'll put 30k on uh the chief's money line but if you're like you where you kind of believe it maybe just do a one-fourth hedge where you're only putting down 25 percent to get a profit and for me my biggest right now my biggest one of the buccaneers it's i basically invested about four thousand win it's like 130000 because I bet them right right before I left for Hawaii last year. So I bet three futures on them. I did uh, I did 55 to 1. Uh, it was either 45 or 40, and then I did it again at 40. So I obviously bet that before knowing they were going to get Tom Brady. I, I made that bet thinking it was Winston because in my mind, I was just thinking, if this team, if Winston starts half his interceptions, they make the playoffs – any team in the playoffs at 50 to one, you take those odds, especially in February. So for me, these Buccaneers, I, I don't believe at all. I really do think this is Green Bay's game and it just lines up for Rodgers. It feels like just the accumulation of his whole career where he went through all the doubt, 
they got rid of the head coach. They brought in a different head coach. Last year, they made the NFC Championship game. They got destroyed. But now this year, they're hosting it. And, and Brady, in his first year, it's just so hard to make a Super Bowl in your first year with a different team. It's just there's too many. When a game gets tight, he has a lot of guys that he's not used to. I know he has a safety valve in Gronk, but we've seen it with Gronk. He's just old, and he's just different than what he used to be. So yeah. for for the hedging with that, I already did it kind of because I bet um, a pretty hefty bet on Green Bay to win the NFC at plus 140 uh, two weeks ago. So I'm going to let it ride. I'm not going to hedge out. I'm going to be happy either way because I'll be happy if Green Bay honestly makes it, even though the payday would be bigger with me the Bucks. I just think the Buccaneers, I've talked to a few bookmakers over the last couple of weeks when I go in, and I would say most of their liability right now is the Buccaneers. Most of the, the yep. guys I talk to at the books, they just say, we will get destroyed here if the Bucks win. I know they're going to get hurt, too, if the Bills win, but it won't be as bad as the Buccaneers. So just from looking outside, I just think the books never never lose. So it already does feel like that Buccaneers bet's dead just because the, the the book always knows what they're doing. The fact that they hung it, I think they're a plus 1,000 or even better to win the NFC before the playoffs. It just seems like one of those that they're trapping people with it. Yep, I heard the exact same uh, worst case scenario for them as Bucks end up winning the Super Bowl. Uh, last thing, Simon. So uh, af- after we get our Super Bowl matchup set, what's next? Everyone's going to be talking about props. When do you start looking for props? Um, do you wait till they're all posted to, to you see till you're able to uh, dig up some information, or do you hit them early, even you know before uh, the le- we get to a week before the Super Bowl? I'll take probably four or five days and really dive into all the numbers. Um, my biggest advice for these props is w- when you do this game, I, most people I tell them just to write down the game. What, what do you think the score is? What do you think going to Just write it down before you even look at the lines and everything like that. So you already can get a mentality of what you're predicting this game will be. And the, the prop world, if, if you think the game's going to be a high scoring go over, it's easy. You just take the over in a lot of these different guys. Like, it was funny. We went from the Eagles Patriots Super Bowl, which if you took everything over in that game, it was just cashing out at an alarming rate. And the following mm-hmm. year, I loved the under in the Rams Patriots game. So I just took the under in all these team props. And that was just another all of them steamrolled. So I've been doing this for about 10 years in the Super Bowl. My favorite thing to do is take the second half over. I, I just love the second half over where like there'll be more points in the second half than the first half. But usually hang it at minus 120. Minus 125 but every year it's pretty much a lock that these teams will come out after two weeks off and two weeks of preparing for each other they'll start out slow in the first half i mean the patriots i'll have to look at look it up um that run they went on with belichick and brady the under in the first half was like 12 and 2 or something crazy like that like every time they played in the super bowl the under went, went under in the first half so it's one of those where you just look at two teams that will come out tight in the Super Bowl, and they don't usually score a lot in the first half. And it almost always works out in the fourth quarter. These teams are just – they're going for it. They're trying to take these on shots. Like, I remember last year that Chiefs 49ers game, I mean, it might have been it might have been like 14-3 to three or something like that midway through the third, mm-hmm. and they ended up scoring about 28 points from that point on. So it's one of those where – Weird things will just happen in the second half. Teams will take more risk because they realize this is it. We're not going to win the Super Bowl playing slow and trying to control the ball here. So for the different props, I would tell people to really, really take your time and dive into it and just know that 
these lines are going to move. And if you're not getting the best value, in your opinion, just don't play it. Because the one that really sticks out last year was uh, was it that Mahomes rushing one where if you got it early, hit the over, and then the three kneel downs end up making it hit the under. Oh, so yeah. It's, <laughs> it, it's it's definitely one of those where you want to be on top of it because the books at this point, they're just so sharp with these lines. They just have so much time, and they're putting a lot of the resources into building these props. So it's one of those, if you're seeing a number and it's moved just, say, five yards or whatever it is, Really think about it. Say to yourself, am I still getting the best value here? Just don't bet it just because you like it. There you go. Simon Hunter, at Simon Hunter Tan on Twitter. And, of course, as always, he'll have a bunch of thoughts on Twitter once we get to game day on Sunday. So make sure you're following him and uh, check in with what he has to say. Simon, appreciate it as always. Uh, maybe we'll start to take a look at some props uh, maybe next week or something. Cut. We got two weeks to talk about this Super Bowl. Yeah, you know, buddy. People want to bet it every which way. It's going to be great. Thank you. <laughs> All right, boys. Be good. Simon Hunter there. Good stuff there. Man, that Mahomes beat sucked. I remember yeah. that now. As soon as he started talking about it, I was like, yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. Like, yeah, man, one game left is going to suck after Sunday. But those two weeks, it's going to be glorious breaking down all these different props. How about the props for this week for Championship Sunday? Michael Beller from The Athletic will be here next. This is Bet Sweats, Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat from 12... 12- 50, the fan in Milwaukee. This is a BetQL audio network.